Welcome back to the Stevie Fro podcast. This is episode 45. And with us today are two senior boy basketball players here in Northern Kentucky. I felt that after the Board of Control and the KHSA have reopened winter sports that begin Monday, come on, right? I felt like an episode where you hear directly from the kids themselves. And to be honest with you, one of the most affected groups throughout this entire ordeal with us from the ninth region is St. Henry's Wyatt Veith. What's going on? Thanks for coming on, brother. Thanks for having me. And from the 10th is the blue and silver pride of Scott High, Grant Prophet. What's up? You know, we're here, man. <laughs> we are here. Uh, here we go. Both are Northern Kentucky Athletic Conference, all conference players. Both are Northern Kentucky boys basketball coaches, all stars. Um, Grant is coming off of a season where he averaged 20 points and nearly six rebounds a game. Not enough. Um, <laughs> Wyatt is coming off a nearly 18 and a half point, six rebound a game average season where he was not only an all-A state champion, but the MVP. Yes, sir. How about that? It was a good time. And before we went on, we were talking about this, the lineage of the Beaths at St. Henry and the competition between dad and uncles, I guess, and, yeah. and some of the accomplishments they've had. Yeah, it's and, always a competition and, with them. Yep. And you said your uncle was on the 03 team. Yep, Todd Veith. And and even though they won an All-A, they also won the ninth. So We got this year. I'm going to start with this. And I know Grant's answer to this, but why I'm going to ask you this. With everything that's happened and been going on, have you had to make – sacrifices in your social life since the start of basketball and, and what has that been like for you on a personal level I mean it's I mean times are a lot different now um I know once the season starts we can't really go out anymore hang out with our buddies I mean we can hang with guys on the team but it's just a risk now like you got to think everybody's positive because if mm -hmm. you if you come back positive then you take yeah. your team out for two weeks and that's that's terrible like that's probably the worst thing you can do. Yeah. But um, what do you, what do you do to keep yourself busy through it? I mean, I guess I've gotten into Netflix pretty oh. much. <laughs> yeah, I got into Netflix. I mean, I hang out with my family. Yeah. Uh, I just trying to find things to do, stay active, work out, like just try to do something during the day. Mm -hmm. And you've been able to do all that through this whole shutdown, right? Yeah, a I've little been, bit. Yeah, we've been working out and. Uh, I think everybody, a lot of people have been. We got, we have got to. to. I mean, you have to do something. Which was my, and, and, and Grant, and obviously Jeremy can attest to this, but my biggest peeve with the whole shutdown on whatever in the heck date that was, early, late November, was we just got to the point where everybody was conditioned. Exactly. We were ready to go. Yeah. We were even good. if we didn't start on that following <laughs> Monday, we were in a situation where everybody was pretty healthy. Mm -hmm. physically wise. And I worried about that through the summer as the summer waned on and we were in that new imposed um, dead period, you know, in the, in August we were at, I don't know if the Catholic schools had to go through that because you guys were in school. Obviously. Yeah, we were in school. I, we didn't do anything all fall. Um, but yeah, like you said, we were, I felt like we were good to go. Um, now it just gave us some rest, I guess, regroup. But, well, I get that, and it's going to be a it's going to be a marathon now. It's honestly. it's going to be it's going to be a good ride. I'm I ready. think it will be, and, and and obviously, I think it could start out being a sprint. The way everybody's schedules were written, we've got three games per week yeah. for the first seven weeks of the season now. So we're in a situation where I'm trying to figure out if I want to move any of those out into the back end or just go ahead and add. And I think twelve. I think 12 weeks is that, or about 10 weeks to play three games a week would be tough. And you, you risk some burnout. Now, obviously as players, it's more like, Hey, let's just play and get it. Yeah. We're talking I mean, I don't, I, I, I just want to play, man. Three games a week. I don't care. Just no, I get let's it. get it going. Yeah, let's play. I'm, I'm the same way too. Grant, yeah. let me ask you this. And, and, and you and I, obviously we talk a lot since you play here for me, but you know, in the spring, when the spring sports <coughs> got shut down, you know, one of the things I kept telling you was prepare yourself, men mm -hmm. mentally prepare yourself yeah. just in case. At what point did you feel like this whole COVID situation could linger into basketball season? Uh, I didn't, I never actually thought that it would get us like fully canceled. But once the practice started going on and you told me that the King County is in the red district, I kind of mm -hmm. figured that like eventually 
something would happen. And I feel like it's not as bad as it could have been, it, like us getting shut down for three weeks. But I don't know. It could be a lot worse. Yeah, it, it could have. I think we're in a better situation than. And I think some them adding two weeks to it helps everybody Absolutely. because if say we did have the quarantine, we'd have time to make up those games. I'm, I'm glad you said that. And you know, you were both spring sport athletes. Mm-hmm. Grant plays baseball. You're on track and field. Are you happy with now that the information is out there? Are you happy with the start and end dates that the border control set up for winter sports? That way, the overlap is not egregiously into the spring sports. And I know basketball is your primary sport, but it's good to play other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grant, you want to answer that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's fair because, like I said, like if teams do have to quarantine, it gives them time to make up games, and they can also in baseball. Like, if they're pushing it back, it's less time with, like, rain delays and yeah. stuff like that. So they'll still be able to get all the games in and mm-hmm. everything. Why? What about you with track and field? I mean, I'm cool with I'm cool with it. I mean, honestly, I'm really focused on basketball and helping the basketball season is all I really care about right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's my main That's really my too. main mm-hmm. concern is playing. I just want to play. Mm. Well, I, I understand that. Like, but the thing is, is this, yeah. as a coach and a coach for spring sport team and a winter sport team, especially with everything that happened in the, you, you understand the, the whole, uh, I don't want to call it chaos, but the drama surrounding everything with interfering with spring sports after everything would happen last year. You do understand. You yeah. Know, you, no, I, and, I feel terrible for those. Oh, me too. That, that's yeah, that was horrible. I feel yeah. like our baseball team could have been pretty good last year yeah. too. Our team is, was supposed to be really good last year. Like we had a solid squad, but yeah. it's, you know, that's what makes it tough. And it, it's not easy to be in a leadership position right now, making decisions for everybody else, you know, and, and in speaking of that, Wild, I'll start with you here with this question. During these last nine months, and this might not be the proper word, but at any time, have you felt kind of voiceless during that time? And what I mean by that is no matter how vocal you've been in wanting things to return to normal, you know, everybody's looking to get normal, um, or how much you've wished this all just to, you know, up and go away one day. But in the end, you're right back where you started wondering if, you know, anybody who's in a leadership position has heard you or even cares you know, we could all go on Twitter, like you said the other day, you know, let's just let us play, you know, let's get going. At any time, you know, do you feel voiceless on that? Just kind of waiting, waiting around for somebody to make a decision? I mean, yeah, I know. I know how it works. I mean, I don't want to degrade myself in saying this, but like, I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm just an 18-year-old kid. And I mean, I do think I hold a, a leadership position, but I can only do so much. And mm-hmm. sometimes you do feel like, you can say all this, you can pray, you can do yeah. these things, but like ultimately it comes down to someone else's decision. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you just gotta get through it. I think the mentally, like the past year mentally is where I've had the most growth, like maturity wise, because like this, this is crazy. This is one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. And but hopefully it might be. I hope it's the, la- hope like it's the last toughest. thing. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it's the toughest yeah. thing you have to deal with. Yeah. Until maybe, you know, parenthood or marriage or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know, maybe the exactly. next, you know, eight, nine, 10 years will be easy there for you. What about you, Grant? It's just, you know, sometimes you ever feel like you're just screaming into the wind. Yeah. I mean, the people, they always have to make decisions that they feel is best. But like, I feel like they don't always look at it from like our view. Like it affects people's like mental health, like just staying inside all the time. And like for us, like if we're like around all of our friends, like, at practice and like going out to dinner and stuff like that. Like that's what we need, exactly. especially at this age. Exactly. And that's like, exactly. Yeah. That, I'll tell you what, that leads right into where I like, want to go. We with have this. to, it, they don't get it. When you, I had to quarantine twice already, mm-hmm. two weeks in my house. Yeah. I couldn't, I mean, I love my family, but <laughs> like, <laughs> I was about to lose my mind. Like you can only watch so much Netflix. You yeah. can only work out like all the time. You can like, yeah. I don't like mentally. It's so draining. Yeah. Grant, I'm going to pick up on what you said here from your perspective as not only a a high school student, young man, teenager, but also as a teammate from your perspective, how important is being around teammates and friends and just being involved in something on a daily basis? 
I mean, it's super important. Like, uh, after our last practice three weeks ago, we all went out to dinner. And, like, since then, I haven't really seen many of them just because, like, we're all doing our own things with work and, like, people working out and stuff like that. It's, like, being by yourself, like, for the majority of the day, like, because you got to do school at home. It's, like, it gets tiring just, like, not having people to, like, talk to or just have fun with most of the time Mm -hmm. because you're used to that. Like, my last four years, like, I'd always have someone to talk to in the locker room. Like, after practice, we'd stay. But, like, this year, you can't even, like, be in the locker room. Like, as soon as practice is over, you just got to go. So... And what, what is it for you personally? Um, and I'm sure you speak for just about everybody out there here in the state. Um, you know, you talked about the locker rooms, you know, practicing with restrictions. Mm-hmm. You're good as long as we get to go, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I've, I would practice with the mask yeah. if I had to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you mentioned about not being able to do locker room stuff. You know, the, the one thing that I think in the end, when you're finished playing, the thing you missed is not just the competition. Mm-hmm. It's the, the bond between your teammates, your friends, it's the bus rides, it's the, or the car rides. I don't know what you guys do at St. Henry, the locker room time, you know, you know, our locker room has always been, well, at least since I've been the head coach, it's been a place of kind of community mm-hmm. and unity. And people are in here for an hour before practice even starts, just hanging out, yeah. which is something that I really wanted mm-hmm. when, when I became the head coach. I wanted it to be a place where the, the guys could gather, they could, you know, they could put their hair down and they could talk to one another, you know, about just normal stuff. Yeah, before one of the bigger games my sophomore year, the seniors were on here and they just put on a movie, put a movie on like during the JV game and or before the JV game and just hanging out. Like, yeah, before, not during. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna be not because when I walk in at six, it's like get out in the gym and get going. watch the JV kids. Yeah, it was after school. Yeah. They they support you, you support them. Yeah, it's, but it's true. Yeah, it is true, and that's not. This has been a thing that throughout the entire sixteen years I've been here, we used to. I mean, we've always had a DVD player set up, and uh, when Brad Carr was the coach, there was always DVDs stuff around. Like what is it, Wyatt? For you, that aspect of it maybe not just the restrictions in itself, but not being able to have that sense of daily community and like a, maybe a fellowship or a brotherhood. I mean, it's hard because I've been playing with these boys since I was like in second grade. So we've been playing sports together. Like I've played against Grant all my life. Like Mm -hmm. I played with my friends my entire life. So, and like you, sometimes you feel alone, like, cause you, you lean on each other a lot, like friendships, you build those bonds, like you become brothers and right now like you need to lean on your loved ones the most Mm -hmm. and right and right now you like actually can't physically be around those people and that's tough because like you need a hug you need a hug sometimes like you need to dab someone up and you can't even like do that now like that's just to me it's hard you know going off that uh, last night um, i was at the beachwood west carter game man just an incredible postseason game with an awesome atmosphere mm-hmm. for imagine. what they could put into that venue. They did an, an immaculate job of getting everybody in and out and then having them kind of spread around the, the field in that, um, you know, Beachwood has two comeback drives there at the end to retake the lead. And just a few minutes left, they stopped West Carter on fourth down and to seal the game. And I have to be honest, dead serious, standing on that sideline, feeling the buzz in the electricity in the air. You know how you can feel that when oh, you're yeah. on the court? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. For a minute, while all that was going on, I truly felt for the first time in a long time, man, we are really near the end of this thing. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that, agree with that, or do you still feel like we've got a ways to go? I mean, I I hope it's near the end. I really do. But I was, I don't know. I hope this vaccine does its job. Like, I hope it works and hopefully by the like postseason people can come because that's like that's what i remember like when we went to la and seeing all those saint henry fans like people i didn't even know like saint henry showed up to the games i was like what are y'all doing here but like that that energy and just seeing that that's that's what you remember and that's i think that's the thing as a coach that i appreciate the most for the players I've said it many times here. I, you know, none of the things that I do are about me. I'm perfectly happy with being behind the scenes. You know, I would be happy just be the freshman coach and just being help out the varsity. <laughs> yeah. that, that's just no, my yeah. personality. 
It's my personality. So I've been that way forever. And and again, I know it sounds dumb because I have a podcast and you know you you, you walk to sidelines and you're the one yelling. You know, I get it. You're grand smiling, but I understand that. But those are the things that it doesn't. I don't react a whole lot while I coach. But one of the things that I do react with is when you know there's a there's an energy in the air, and the kids are feeling it. It literally kind of just goes right into the way you coach. You can't help but have that kind of passion. Um, you know, Coach Faust is a, is a serious dude. He's been at this a long time. <laughs> yeah, he's, but he he's he has passion. Oh yeah, he has I've seen some him passion. Fired up. He's got fire. Yeah, yeah. You before? Yeah, you should ask, <laughs> I mean, you should yeah, ask your uncles and your dad about the that 03 team and find out about, you know, he could have probably thrown chairs around that. I, year. I heard about him. I've seen some videos of him back yeah. in the day. Grant, do you feel, do you feel like we're kind of getting towards the end or do you still feel like, a, I mean, I hope so, but I feel like for this basketball season, mm-hmm. it won't be that way just cause like there's still a lot of uncertainty, yeah. even though we're almost a year into this and especially with cases being higher at they are now and Christmas and New Year's coming up. I feel like, they're still going to restrict fans just like two to four per player, which will like obviously suck for us. But like at the end of the day, I'd rather just play than have a packed crowd, honestly. So you're, you would be, and I have this written down that, you know, regardless of what the situation is at the end of the day, speaking for 17 year old redheads all over the place, um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) playing, whether it's with one parent in the stands, and I know that's not fair, and parents aren't going to like to hear that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, what I mean, we talked about this on the the round table we had the other night. At what point are we going to make decisions which are best for their kids? You know what I mean? If it's if it's one parent or two parents, yeah. I mean, I know my parents would not come to the games and watch on a live stream if it meant that I w- could get to play instead of the season getting canceled if mm-hmm. they were able to come. But do you think your mom would still scream at the computer screen? Oh, for sure. Or the TV, depending on what. Yeah, you ever seen it? Heard, ever heard his mom scream? No, I've not. I've, no. Pack, I've heard my mom, but that Pack not. crowd. Doesn't matter how oh. many people are in the. There could be 5,000 people at the field house in a regional tournament, and the only person that you could ever hear is Stephanie Prophet. What do you think, Jeremy? Well, hey, we, we open up against each other. Yeah. yeah. St. Henry yeah. Scott. So you probably will hear if, if Grant gives his mom yeah. a ticket. Yeah, in her defense, he may not want her to. Defense, she was a lot better last year just because, you know. <laughs> she I knew. To, yeah, she knew. <laughs> I hope she knew. <laughs> um, you know, piggybacking on what we were just talking about, you know, Wyatt, how much, let me put it this way, with still at this point having the All-A classic, I would say that everything's going to be on as normal without probably the people in the stands and that, but you still get to go to, you know, this big venue to play and something like that. Is that something that you're looking forward to, like returning to a packed gym with the, you know, maybe an electric atmosphere with some students because it's a bigger place and they can spread people out? Is that something you look forward to? I would, that would be the best thing ever. Like, I don't, I think the crowd, like just a basketball game in general, like the crowd, the game, like that's, that's, like poetry man i don't know i just something about playing ball in front of a lot of people is just so, so fun and just the energy in it. and i really hope if if we if we do get to make it down to all a um they let some kids in because you know like like i said we've grown up together they like coming to watch us play like and i like we talked before like when you're at school and it's a game day like everybody knows everybody's talking about it like everyone's like do you think you're gonna win blah blah but and like, then the day after the game. And then the day after the game, like, everyone's talking about the game, and then they talk about the next game. So it's, like, it's it's definitely, like, um, a vibe. It's definitely a vibe during the day. Um, and I miss it. Like, I miss going to school and it being a game day. Like, because even though I hate dressing up. I was going to say, do you still coach, wear the ties? <laughs> yeah, Coach Faust still makes us wear ties. But You're I are not going to change that. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, we, we we all dress up nice. Like, we all look good. And. Then we go out and play, and it's just Grant. Grant has had the last year. He picked all the outfits that we would wear. <laughs> him and uh, the seniors, because yeah. yeah. he was the only captain. He never wanted to wear a tie. That's, I don't know. That's not true. Well, actually, that's not. I true. mean, You're sometimes right. sometimes I want to wear a tie. Most I always of the time, say I'm big like, games. I'm like, yeah, I was more of the big games. I like big game ties. ties. Yeah. Big game ties, not like I long, mean, long away games. No, just when we wear, like, wore, we dressed up stuff. at EKU. Yeah. That was pretty tough. Yeah, we all look good. Bus ride, like, yeah. Well, let me ask yeah. you this: since you're talking about that, looking at 
looking ahead, possibly, obviously, possibly yeah. winning, repeating in the ninth region for the All-A mm. and going down there. Who knows if you'll even be able to stay in a hotel. Yeah. So so let's let's go there, and, and, and I'll follow up with Grant. Those experiences, um, while I guess some people might say, well, you know, boys will be boys, but guess what? You know, the girls get to do it. And it is such a bonding experience. We talked about that before, about having that interaction with your peer group. Being able to, like, live in a room with three of your best friends, your teammates, dudes that you literally, you know, help up off of a floor or high-five after a big, you know, big shot or, you know, an and one, something like that. You know, how much how much will you miss having that as a part of, you know, this last year of high school basketball. Yeah. I mean, that was, that's what I remember the most last year, like Walton Verona was playing and we were cheering their, them on and they stayed and cheered us on. And like, I just remember being in the hotel and like the post game dinners and the bus ride, like that bus ride. I'll remember the bus rides forever. They were so fun. like, we got this big bus, we were all hanging out and, um, like that's what that's what I'll miss the most. I mean, I love basketball. Don't get me wrong. I will do anything to play, but having those people there and just being with your teammates is is definitely something I'll yeah. miss. Yeah. What about you, Grant? Yeah. Like last year, we went to Pikeville and we lost the game on the night when we first got there. But then we got back to the hotel and after dinner, yeah, after dinner, yeah. And then it was fun. Like just all of us hanging out and stuff like that. And I feel like it. Like I don't know if I don't know. It made us all closer for sure. And, and we ended up winning the next day. But I feel like that helped us a little bit. But, yeah, like every year when we'd stay in a hotel is always my favorite part of the season for sure. I always tell people that kids, people that are not in this business, what we do, I always tell people that kids are resilient and they adapt pretty easy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if um, it doesn't matter if your parents have all the money in the world or they have no money in the world or I guess no money. Um you will adapt to what's going on in the house. It doesn't matter if you, you'll lose a big game or you win a big game, you're going to adapt within, you know, 30 minutes. You're going to kind of normalize back to kind of the way things were. You might still, unlike Grant last year, you know, we had some frustrating times. And hey. one day I was leaving, I was leaving after a road game and pulling out and he was beating the hell out of his backpack, uh, <laughs> putting it in the back of the back seat. He was like punching it. Like that's no, how, that's how that's, frustrating. I didn't, no, I, I didn't punch my backpack. Yes, you were. No, <laughs> wow. He's wow. lying. That's not that's true. A, wow. That's a lie. He was frustrated. <laughs> I think it was after well, Dixie. I mean, because it was a game that, in 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 that their happens. defense, we we had we were in a situation to win. Yeah, yeah. They just happened to make one more play than we did, mm -hmm. and um, it was so frustrating. We had come off of a you know eighty point tea bagging, you know, not long after before that, you know, and yeah. it was just a frustrating period of time. So it's just kind of the way it is on that. Um, so, but 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 to your point, even when. Like when we went to the state tournament, Grant got to be part of that when, as an eighth grader, was part of that whole run. He talked about like the bus rides. Oh, yeah. You know, and look, this was the Road Warrior crew. I am not a teacher, so it's not as easy for me to take time off of work during that. So we went in the region and go down and back each day for the regional tournament, which is an hour, 10 minute, yeah. hour and 15 minute bus That's ride. That's crazy. Oh Cause NKU's right here. That's well, crazy. Well, I understand that, but I'm going to, I'll, I'll tell you why this All is right. different. All right. And it's better. It's better. Okay. I'll tell you why. Okay. And so that's an hour and back, hour and 15 minutes back and forth, not including the time you're there. And then to Rupp was probably an hour and 20 mm -hmm. hour, something like that. And we did it every day, except for the last day the semifinal night because it was a Saturday late afternoon. We had to go down early. So we did hotels. And even though we lost and it was like one of those, you ever had a loss that just numbs your body? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That just from top yeah. to bottom yep. is numbing. Yeah. Um, it was not, I don't know. I would say about 40 minutes after the game and the kids were all out of the locker room. The coaches were just sitting there. And then I started to, after we did media and everything, I started to, change into my you know sweatpants and shirt and when i came back out it was like coach can we go to cookout and i'm like these kids man this is great <laughs> yeah. like I, you know you want you want to be resilient in that way to be able to bounce back because it just shows you 
look, life is not easy. Life is very hard. You mm-hmm. understand some of this more now than you have. Um, you know, we, we wanted to have a couple other guys, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't really secure time. You know, one of the guys I wanted to have kind of went through an injury. Well, he didn't kind of, he went through an injury in the spring of last year. You know, that's hard when you're dealing with stuff like that. And at the end of the day, and the point what I would make by that is at the end of the day, you deal with everything yourself when your head hits the pillow, or if you're just sitting in a quiet setting or a quiet room and you're, and you're, your mind starts going to like, man, what's going to happen if I, if this season gets canceled? You see things on Twitter. Yeah. Is, is is this going to happen? Is are we going to get shut down? Is the governor going to shut us down? Are we ever going to start? You know, only you can control what's going on in your brain, right? Um, how you bounce back from these things shows your character, right? Mm-hmm. And it teaches valuable life lessons. And by the time we got on that bus, it wasn't long before chatter and then chatter turned into ah and then that turned into oh my god there's cookout <laughs> right yeah. which which turned into a great night at the hotel this year may not have a lot of the bonuses that mm. we've had but it is coming i know that it's coming and you know Wyatt, for you having been blessed enough to have decided where you're going to play college basketball this season truthfully the way that i look at it is not only just a bonus, it's like a bonus episode on one of your Netflix shows yeah. that you're watching, right? Yeah. Um, do you look at it that way? Is it, but obviously you still have work to do. Yeah, no, no. We we have a long, long way to go. I kind of look at it as like last dance because it's the last time I get to hang out with my friends from childhood and do the thing we love, which is compete and play basketball. And I kind of look at it as like the last dance, like this is our last rodeo. Because and I'm I'm super excited about Thomas Moore. I'm I'm ready. I think I'm ready to go. Um, but I, I don't want it yet. I'm not ready. I mean, I don't want to say I'm not ready. I just don't want. I don't want to go to college yet. I want to do this thing and see where we are. Uh, I think we got a great squad this year. I mean, there's ten seniors on the team, so I feel like this is the year to do it. And I know, I know it's going to be a lot different. Like, I don't want it to be normal. I understand there's no chance we can go back to being normal. But if we can just do, if we can just be the best we can with what we have, then I'm cool with that. It's something about growing up with your buddies and playing sports. Like, sports is just, it bonds people. Like, I've met so many people through sports, not even basketball, just sports in general. Like, track, like soccer, football, baseball. Like, and I, I've made friendships along the way and that's just something special i think and you know what i'm here to tell you that the older you get and the more you uh, interact with these you'll still interact with people you'll see them or mm. you'll chat with them and those things will always be paramount to anything else that's going on they will return it's like the it's like the song glory days you know it that's how it is you never lose that stuff mm-hmm. grant you got anything on that just with like what he said there with being last dance and yeah i mean i know you then you're one of two seniors on the team so it's yeah a, it's a little different. different for me just because like most of the buddies that i hang out with in school they don't play basketball so it's kind of like i'm like i've been playing with all these guys there for a while like going to basketball camp since i was in like kindergarten and stuff like that so that's for sure something i'll miss but uh, i'd say i'm ready for college and just whether that's playing basketball or not i'd just say i'm ready for just something new honestly mm-hmm. And here's the other thing I think for Grant, and I hope it's okay that I say this, but he has been in this program at a time where a lot of incredible things have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's been able to watch three very good groups go ahead, and and or have three very good groups have incredible senior seasons, yeah. including some of the underclassmen being a part of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a sign at, leaving our locker room that says, you know, define your legacy. And part of that is that, I would think, leave something behind that you contributed to yeah. last year, young team. Not a whole lot to really do there except to kind of, you know, get get film, number one, for, for schools. Get your stats up. If you yeah. want to play college basketball, you got to have tape, you got to have stats. You know, being good teammates. And, you know, one of the things that last year taught Grant – Number one, being a good teammate's not always easy, is it? No, no, it's not. <laughs> but it prepared you more for this year. Yeah, you've been more vocal, mm-hmm. been a more of a of a senior, 
You know, I have a saying that I always tell some of these kids, like, things aren't fair. This is not a, a Netflix teenage drama where, hey, it's senior year, bro. That, that's not real life. <laughs> yeah. That stuff doesn't happen. Yeah. That's, uh, you've heard me say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 This yeah. is real life. Yeah. And things are hard. Look, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that you've got this done. You have a peace, an inner peace, knowing that even if something crazy, something crazy would have to happen, obviously, at this point. But if something crazy happens, I know that I've got better days and we'll find a way to make it work. Let me ask you this. At, at any point in like this last, I don't know, few months, as things have kind of escalated into basketball season, do you get sort of an anxiety to wonder, like, am I really going to be able to get some film or be able to get into these schools? Or Yeah, and like, maybe like a week or a week and a half ago, I think I saw a tweet or something like that. And it just kind of like made me a little nervous, like if we're actually going to get shut down and like what's going to happen, like. I guess last Thursday, two days ago, mm -hmm. I it just, I don't know. It kind of leaves you uneasy just cause like you want to have your senior season. Cause you know how much, like, I think our team has a lot of potential this season, mm -hmm. just based off how we ended the season last year. Cause we won two games at the end, really close in the districts. I feel like we built a lot. So it's just something I want to have. Cause I feel like we can make a run. No, I understand that. Yeah. Wyatt, I'm going to go back to this. Will you go forward from this entire experience? Um, having learned never to take anything for granted again. This whole COVID thing has made me rethink like life, everything in life. Like simply to go to a restaurant oh, yeah. with your family, mm -hmm. like, or to just hang out with your friends. Like this, like you can't take anything for granted now. And I think it was a good like reality check for me because I was living in that fantasy where like life is good, blah, 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 blah. But then like I didn't take what I had like I wasn't I wasn't really I wasn't appreciative of what I had honestly because I was like I mean this is just how life is like it's easy yeah All it's easy like, like <laughs> yeah like <laughs> yeah. and then when COVID hit I'm like whoa like this this is tough yeah this is really tough and I I honestly I'm happy that COVID kind of happened because for me personally like it's helped me grow like I said and not take anything for granted at all. Do you think that having gone through all this will make you a better, not only a better teammate, uh, but a better basketball player for this year and then going on into the future? Definitely. Especially I, when it comes to working. Yeah. You're going to work harder now. Yeah. You got to be ready now. Like I said, working now every day, we're trying to get better, but I think it's going to make all of us better, better coaches, better players, better, better people. Like, Hopefully, hope so. hopefully, hopefully still a lot of ugliness. Yeah. 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 But like, it's just gives us opportunity to grow and be more mature. And I mean, obviously we can't dab each other up anymore, but when we can, I'm going to be, I'm going to dab everyone up. Trust me. I, I'm ready. What about you, Grant? What do you think about all that? Yeah. I mean, I also feel like it's like helped me be more disciplined too, because like when we got shut down for three weeks, like no one was forcing me to go like work out or shoot or anything like that. I had to like do it on my own and like find places to do it. Cause like, obviously I couldn't come here. So, I mean like that, but I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't take anything for granted either because I'd say we got it worse than the 2020 class, but like they had everything just ripped away. Like just like that, yeah. like even with baseball season last year, like we were practicing and then we were supposed to have like a scrimmage and then all of a sudden that got canceled. And then we just had no practice after that. So like, like why I said, just, like makes me more appreciative of what I got mm -hmm. and everything. What about discipline wise? You know, you talk about that, Grant talked about that. Why, what do you think about discipline? It's hard. Cause when you, like when someone's pushing you to do it, you do it. But when you have to get up yourself and work out and put in the time, yeah. it's definitely harder to um, put in that work and get better and improve because you don't have that other person there pushing you. Mm -hmm. What are you looking forward to Monday most? Seeing my guys. I mean, I want to give Coach Faust a hug. I haven't seen my man in a while, except over Zoom in class. But uh, what kind of teacher is he? Is that fun? He, how does he do on? How does he do on the virtual dude, school? It's so funny, man. He's he's a good teacher. Like he's super super relaxed. He's even keeled. He's a good dude. But like, I didn't. I have. I've had him twice. I had him my junior year and my senior. Year. He teaches economics. Um. But he's just, I don't know. I just think he's hilarious. Like the music he plays. When we were in school, he'd play like music from, I guess, back in his day. And I mean, I don't know, but <laughs> what is I that, like the it. 70s or I what are we talking about I don't here? Know. Like he just turns on like radio stations and start playing music. And, uh, <laughs> What's we that this, like? 
I don't, I mean, I enjoy it. There you go. It's not bad. So you got to be eclectic. I have to. <laughs> you got to know yeah. more things yeah. than just no, he's, rap or yeah. country or yeah, for sure. You know, whatever redheads listen to. What do you think, Grant? You got to be more eclectic, right? Oh yeah. What what yeah. is it, uh, Grant? What about you? What are you looking forward to on Monday? Is it is it just like seeing your friends and your teammates, or is it just being able to not only see them but kind of get back into motion? Because I would imagine that you're both have similar situations where you both have goals. You know, you're coming off an incredible year, um, whereas you're looking to be be top that now. Yeah, we and leave your own legacy yeah. more than what you did last year. Yeah. And the same thing for you. You know, you're coming into a year where, you know, you're ready to, you know, step into the foreground here and, and just get out in front of things and and you know put your hair on fire. Yeah. Pardon the pun, but you know. yeah, seeing everybody and then just getting the competition going again. Yes. Like I have, I feel like I haven't had any like competitive like real competitiveness in a while mm -hmm. so like i'm just ready for that like in the practices and stuff like that too and just preparing for the first games like playing y and stuff yeah. like i know that's gonna be a tough game so i mean yes it's gonna be we're a gonna tough have game. to uh, you mentioned the competitiveness you haven't had in a while i remember the last practice we had on that last play man <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was I tried, about yeah. as competitive as i've ever seen <laughs> yeah we had uh we had turned up the heat a little bit on the last day good we i mean good. legit Get a little turned chippy. It, up. it was unfortunately really chippy and you know one of the one of our players is uh we were talking about him just before we went on you know he's he's easy to kind of uh mess with yes yeah, yeah, yeah. i know you, you kind know. of you yeah. give him the needle a little bit and you kind of <laughs> twist it you know like when you're at acupuncture and they're just kind of twisting that needle in there yeah. and you just you let it play out and you watch the uh watch the meltdown kind of start to happen yeah. and you can't help but like want to laugh really loud and say it's okay but sometimes it's just good to let it ride. Yeah. But I do, I mean, competition's my, what I've really missed. I talked mm -hmm. about that last night to some people down at the, the Beachwood game. You know, it is, is, you know, coming off of, coming off of last year, I think that's the one thing that we really missed, but we were so much we had to teach. Yeah. We had 10, you'd mentioned having 10 seniors. We had 10 seniors two years ago. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. crazy. It, it is crazy. Like, I just think about next year for them. That's 10 players gone. Trust me. We like, just lived it. Yeah. Yeah. We well, just went well, through it. Well, you guys were saying, like, my, my freshman year, or the year before I was a freshman, they were like 6 and 21, St. Henry was. And going in, I was like, uh, I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> but as we, as uh, I got there, it just takes years and get better and better. But at first, I know what that like, what's that like to, try and build something up he, he you just mentioned that and i just dawned on me that you guys had very similar situations whereas he was an eighth grader playing up but let me ask you this kind of i understand him mm -hmm. it was a very welcoming and i would i don't, I don't want to say nurturing because i think that's kind of silly but um i would say that he was educated every day on something good but he was welcomed you know he learned something on the court was that something that helped bridge you know your your um I don't, I don't want to say worry or your uncertainty for when you came in. I mean, I I played varsity as a freshman. I was blessed. Coach Faust gave me an opportunity to play up. Um, and I came from playing kids my age, like mm -hmm. 14, 15, to 18-year-old yeah. kids who were quite bigger than me, stronger yeah. than me. They talked trash to me all the time. Like, it was, it was definitely, I think, I've said this before, my freshman year was the biggest year for me, I think like mentally just like and physically understanding the game and being around because we had a lot of seniors actually my freshman year and they were great to me like it was awesome we all got along um but that was definitely important to like whoa these guys are big a lot bigger when you go from being able to perform oh yeah. a little bit differently with the with your peer group and then all of a sudden you get these dudes that are a couple years older and, and i would say freshman year was a big year for you too learned yeah. a lot more mm -hmm. uh especially after those the, the seniors had left after eighth grade and there was not a big there were like four se seniors that, that your freshman year yeah but it was probably the first time that you were really competing against you know, mm -hmm. older kids yeah the same kind yeah, of yeah i think playing older kids is is the most important part because yeah. you get better like you get so much better when you play better competition you get better well yeah. and you know what it also matures you emotionally where when you're younger and you're playing against older people you're trying to 
be your best yeah. all the time, which yeah. is not realistic. Yeah. I, and I get that. And, yeah. and he and I would, but we and I would butt heads because I would be frustrated with his frustrations. Mm-hmm. Get over your life. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Don't dwell on this. Move on to the next one. Yeah. Um, which ended up being, I think, in my opinion, you know, giving him a sophomore year that was a great year. Yeah. I think the sophomore year was the biggest with year for yeah, me for sure. Absolutely. 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about your schedule? Do you like everything that's going, how it's playing out? I really like that we play some of the better teams later in the year because um, Coach Fast usually schedules pretty hard mm-hmm. in the beginning. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to make an excuse for that as to if we lose to some of the better teams in the beginning, but it's like when you play people later in the year and you got things flowing, everything's clicking, like it's, I think it would be better. Do you know why he schedules good teams earlier in the year? Yeah. Why? I think. Why? To see how we like hold up against them. Yeah. It, it's basically like the barometer of where you're yeah. at it, to assess of where the team is at and what do you got to do heading into district seed games. Yeah. All a for you. And, and for well, yeah, yeah. Well, all a is like our fourth game. I know that's a different, like yeah. that's going to be different. Cause we have, I think we play NCC first round yeah. and they're tough. Like they're a tough team. So we're going to be like, we play Highlands first few games, play you guys play. I don't even know. But we open up together, I think. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. But like I'm like, I'm excited. I, I love I know there's gonna be cancellations. I get that. I know games are gonna get canceled, things are gonna change. But if we can just add those weeks and get more games in, it gives uh-huh. us time to play those games. The quarantine is what really worries me the most. Yeah, that's the hardest part, honestly. I mean, I'll wear a mask if that means we gotta play. I'll I'll sit away from my guys sure. if that means we have to play. I understand but, that, but with with playing against a team that may possibly have a situation, yeah, and then that and then we have yours, to, yeah, we have yeah. to quarantine. If and they that had, that we just talked about this on the last ep- the podcast we did with the Holmes football team having to shut down for two weeks. They, I don't know, they got to do something like everybody test negative or something. Like I just think that's crazy. Like that kid, if I, I heard it right, yeah, that kid did. didn't even play yeah, or wasn't even it. around like yes. any of them. Yeah, he had a, he played a very 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 small amount at the very end of the game, like. And, that's yeah. crazy to me that everyone like was, has to quarantine because that one kid it wasn't has breathing it. into anybody's mouth, yeah, or coughing in anybody's face. Yeah, it's just a tough situation with that. Yeah, uh, and, and I think that's the thing that worries me. And and you know, I'm glad you said that thing about um, you'll do what you got to do. I think it's important for kids to be kids. I think it's important for kids to have normalcy as much as possible they can get in here. You know what we tell our guys before I think every practice we had for three weeks before we got shut down. I don't expect you not to be kids, but what I, what I do ask is that when you're out, you are doing the things that you were supposed to be doing in order for us to continue doing what we want to do as a group. Mm. Is that fair? I mean, yeah, it, it's hard. Cause you want to hang out with, sure. you want to hang out with the big, yeah. all you want to go to the parties, hang out with everybody. But like, you just can't do that right now. And I think that's setting in now because practice Monday, we can't be messing around anymore. Mm-hmm. What about you, Grant? I mean, yeah, because, like, on Halloween, like, most of my friends are going out, but I just stayed home and just hung out with my family just because, like, I didn't want to – at the time, we weren't canceled or shut down, but I didn't want to risk it and ruin it for the whole team because I know, like, you you just go to work and then you just I come do to what work, you have to do. Yeah. Keep my mask on. I come – as soon as I get to school, I take a shower if I come right from work. To get all that gross off me and then practice and then I go home. And then, like, yeah. if, I, if I have to sacrifice one night for a whole basketball season, it's, like, not even, like, a choice to me. Like, I'd rather just do that. And, and if I'd have told you it had to done that last year, would that have been a little bit – how would you have felt about that, just the difference in the years? I would have been, like, so confused <laughs> on, like, why I would be staying home, yeah. But yeah. It, I mean, everything's changing, so you just got to do what you got to do just to – How hard is it being a leader of your – one of the leaders of your team during this time, Grant? Uh, I'd say it's pretty hard just not seeing everybody. Just like you just kinda like gotta check in on everybody, just see how they're doing, just like texting the group chat, like, what's up? Like who wants to go get some shots about like the park or like go play two on two or something like that. Like just like trying to like just be around them as much as possible while we're not there, but like also just like making sure everyone's good and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What about during practices? Is that what's that's, that what's that role been like for you personally? That's probably the hardest because like like I'll mess up, like obviously, and I don't feel like who am I to yell at them if I'm messing up too so it's like but I also like want to push them because I know that I'm always pushing myself 
so it's just kind of like a balance to like trying to like help them but like also help the team so mm -hmm. it's been hard that's probably been the hardest challenge uh, in the first few weeks of practice what about you what i mean i'm pretty in, i'm pretty intense like i don't hide my emotions on the court and when i mess up like i get pretty pissed and i hold myself to a standard and i've seen like last year we won all a and i know what it takes to win all a and i'm going to hold our team to that standard because obviously i want us to be successful but like he said it's it's hard being the leader because you're the senior you have to check on everyone make sure everyone's good um we have like 10 sophomores on our jv team so we had the same situation when i was talking about we yeah. had 10 seniors we so like we kind of have to, like i kind of have to like teach coach them up and it's hard sometimes because like when they mess up like you want to like yell at them and try and help them but then sometimes i've realized like kids don't not every kid's the same so you have to like some you got to pull them off to the side be like yo this is how you do this like just explain it nicely and sometimes you got to get in you got to get in on some of them mm -hmm. and like you just have to find that balance like he said because you want to be a great leader and help the team but you, you don't want to like be yelling at everyone no i get that you know what coach faust told me about you today oh god he said when i <laughs> said to make or? sure i said just want to make sure that we're good for today he said oh no why it'll be great he definitely speaks his mind well <laughs> yeah like, like <laughs> i don't know man like when i'm on the court it's like if i see something that's not right even in myself like it's not like i hold myself that i'm so much better than everyone else like i've i've said before like i want i want to help my teammates as much as i can this year yes like this year especially because because i was always the underclassman on varsity like these past four years like i was never a captain like there's always seniors ahead of me so i always like had respect for the seniors mm -hmm. and now i'm the senior so i gotta i gotta be the leader and do the best i can how about accountability that's the worst part. Like, I mean, not the worst part. I hate sounding like that, but like when you mess up, you got to own it and be like, yo, I got the, and that's this. That's what me. I was going to say. The two words that have been lost to, I think, this generation of kids is my bad. Yeah. When we were growing up. Oh, yeah. It was all Everyone's time. always blaming each other. But yes. like when now you really it's the finger sit, pointing. Yeah. But if you just sit back and be like, that's on me, like you got to own it. And then that just makes you guys closer in general. Yeah. Like as a team, because you know he's going to do his part. And then when he messes up, he's going to say, my bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's not going to blame me. It is a team sport. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a one-man show. This is yeah. this five dudes out there. Yeah, we, have lost, we have lost the effects of my bad. And I don't yeah. know if it's because, you know, and, and I don't know if it's a social media thing. You know, we're in this time where everybody wants to be perfect and they want to present or project this um, product, I guess we could say I, that's yeah. perfect all the time. You know, mm -hmm. no one tweets out, no one tweets out their missed layups in the in a yeah. practice. Like yeah. you know, oh, yeah. Grant had a, we had a practice, and you know, um, I think Mitchell might have missed a layup, or Cameron Patterson might missed a layup, and everybody's like, ah, well then, you know, he misses a layup, and it's, I just looked at and I laugh, I do, because that's accountability. I laugh, yeah. I literally do, yeah. because guess what? It's going to happen in a game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's okay to say, look, that's on me. That is my bad. Yeah, I will get the next one. I'm huge on just play the next play. I think basketball, 90% mental, 10% physical. Yeah. And in that mental part, you have to take care of yourself, your teammates, what's going on. Um, but like I said, you got to own up. When you mess up, own up. Yeah. And then move on. Like you said, move on. Because basketball is not a slow game. No, this is a, This isn't golf. Like – it, it's like bang 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 you got to go 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 yeah and and especially you know when you play like we do where you could have 70 80 possessions in a game mm -hmm. yeah you know it is by default a game of failure at that point mm -hmm. um you know one of the things i want to go back to the crowd stuff with the opportunity maybe to have people in the stands we, we talked about this and as i want to wrap up here our region is played at either the mason county field house i don't know if you ever played there have you ever played there no i've never i heard it's it's incredible. It's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I heard it's, it's incredible. Awesome. And we talked about energy and atmosphere and buzz. Um, you know, you play at the BB&T, which is awesome because it's the it's NKU's place. Oh, it's, it's cool. Walk in. It's it's all right. Yeah, honestly. It's and right. I've talked to people before. Uh, you know, I miss when we had the All A semis and finals in Regents Hall. 
because yeah. the place was crazy. That's that's what I like them. I mean, don't get me wrong, playing at NKU that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like it's super cool. Yeah. But like I don't remember any of those games like I did the All A final because we had the All A final last year at St Henry and it was standing room only. Yeah. yeah. And like that was incredible. I was that was the most people I've ever seen. I it think it only crazy. adds to the experience. Yeah. That kind yeah. of stuff. And, you know, we've, you know, you're driving down, driving back, and you get this buzz atmosphere throughout. And because we travel more than anybody else, uh, well, I guess in Newark, Kentucky, um, we, sometimes we don't travel as well as some of the other regional teams. But it always seems to find us when, when it's a big game. It, it gets wild. Yeah, we played probably our best game at Mason County last year, honestly. Yeah. They were good. They were. They had a nice team. And, you know, th- th- those are the things that I do miss that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I missed being able to kind of gather and finding spots for parents on past lists, like my parents or my brother, uh, yeah. trying to scrounge up tickets to stuff like that. Obviously, the success opportunity for you all to be able to have more people because BB&T holds so much yeah. would be great, and you still get to play in that venue. But part of me thinks, man, I, I would rather go to Holmes or someplace. I would definitely, I would definitely this play. year if that was the oh, situation. Yeah. Oh but yeah, you get into these contracts, and I didn't really think about that. We were talking about the state tournament the other day, and you know, we, Clark County, uh, George Rogers Clark High School. It's in Clark County, and they've got a brand new venue. That's I, I think I heard about that. It's like unbelievable, crazy nice. it's And and actually, the board they on the board control meeting the other day, they mentioned something about, and I've been talking about this for like a month. Like, move that thing there, man. Don't get it out of the rub. But, yeah. you know, you don't think about the contract yeah, you have there. Yeah. So you got to honor that. But who, obviously, I would love to play in a, in a rep arena with 3,000 people or whatever yeah. <laughs> scattered around. Yeah. You know, it would be great. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, for environment wise and stuff like that, it, it, part of me thinks that, well, if you're going to get, you're going to try to get a couple thousand people in a place, why don't you just go right down the street to something like that or Mason County? Just put a basketball court in the middle of Kroger Field. We can do that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, be outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah outside. That would yeah. be something. So, that would be something. Yeah. Wishing you luck, man. Uh, thanks for having thanks me, for coming man. on, no, bro. Seriously, I've great. been listening to you guys. There these you are go. these are good. I'm yeah. so hey, thankful. Somebody's got to listen. I'm so thankful uh, that I got to be a part of it. No, thank you, Grant yeah. Michael. Yeah, I appreciate it. All I'm going to tell you is that uh, start stretching. <laughs> be ready to go on Monday. All right. You I got will. anything that you want to end out on? What do you anything? No, I think I'm. Why good. you got anything you want to end on here? Let's just hope we have a good season. Yeah. I wish everybody you luck, good luck. Uh, yeah. Everybody stay safe out there. Healthy season. Yeah, healthy. You know what? Root for your teammates, man. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the one thing that's frustrates me the most. We in this time, everybody's worried about individual stuff. Stop worrying about all that. Worry about your teammates, and and they'll take care of you too. They'll yeah. worry about you, and that take care of itself. So, Jeremy, got anything you want to end on? You're good. Great job, gentlemen. Great job yeah, today. Great job, yeah, man. Thank you. Can't wait for Grant's mom to call me, start yelling because of whatever. <laughs> yeah. Every time I talk to her, she's <laughs> screaming. I'm like, you're yelling again. So every time it rings, every oh, time it rings, man. I know it's coming. So, well, for Grant Prophet, White Veith, and Jeremy Ziegler, this has been episode 45. We appreciate you listening, and we'll see you the next time. Oh, 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 o